welcome to this week's edition for the Wise Up Podcast. This is your host, Ezra Siddiqui. As a reminder, Wise Up is my platform to educate the Muslim and South Asian community about local Texas and national politics. You can find my podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn, or hear them every Tuesday at 2 p.m. on Radio Azad. You can also follow me on social media, such as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, with my handle being WiseUp or WiseUpTX, and you can check out my website, www.wiseuptx.com. Remember everyone, let's become educated, let's get wiser, and let's start giving a hoot. So today, it's here, it's election day. This segment is only going to focus on the election. I hope you all are excited. I'm sure some of you all are feeling apprehensive, frustrated, scared, happy that this day has finally come and it's over. Feels like it's dragged on forever. I hope the majority of you have already voted during early voting, but today is election day. Polls are open till 7 p.m. I hope you guys are going to get out there and vote. If you still need to check out your sample ballot or need to wise up, don't forget, go to my website, www.wiseuptx.com, and go to the voter info tab. Scroll down, and you'll find the county that you reside in. Click there, and you can see where your polling locations are, who the people are on your ballot, and you can do a little bit of research before you head to the polls. If you're wondering what you need to take with you to the polls, um, if you've already voted before with a proper photo ID, you don't need to bring your ID. You can bring, you know, your valid voter registration certificate, your current utility bill with the current address, a bank statement with your name on it, your original birth certificate. With regards to an ID, if you haven't voted before with the photo ID in Texas, and this would be your first time, you definitely need to take an ID with you, such as your Texas driver's license, a U.S. passport, if you have a state-administered ID card, again, you can check all that information out at votetexas.gov, which is the Texas Secretary of State's website, and find out which uh, form of identification you can take with you to the polls. Please note that you shouldn't be taking selfies, you should not be wearing any sort of campaign gear with you at the polls, and that if there is somebody out there that is intimidating you, um, you can call a hotline to report that because no one can sit there and intimidate you while you go and vote. All right, so when do the results start coming in? 6 p.m. our time, which is Central Standard Time, um, is when the East Coast polls start to close, and that's when we'll start getting our first batch of electoral votes coming in. Then we have, you know, Texas and a lot of the other people in the Central um, Standard Time Zone, um, that's 7 p.m. our time, 8 p.m. will probably be like New, York, uh, New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, and then at the very end will be, you know, California. And of course, after that will be Alaska and Hawaii, but let's be real, the majority of us are going to be asleep at that point, unless it's an incredibly, incredibly close race, which it could be, which is why it's so important for you to go out and vote. So, what is the Electoral College? Well, I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of a background. And I'm going to be referencing NPR for this um, information. So, you know, the U.S. Constitution doesn't allow for a popular election of the American president. It provides for a popular election of presidential electors. So, each candidate who qualifies for a given state's ballot Um, They must assign certain people who will serve as their electors if that candidate wins the popular vote in that state. So when each state certifies its winner, 
of its overall popular vote, that winner is entitled to send all his or her electors to the state's capital where they, were, they will officially record their votes for their candidate. And they all do it on the same date, and this year it'll be December 19th. So the winner of the statewide popular vote generally takes all the electoral college votes, and this rule has been happening since 1824. Now we all know that you can potentially win the popular vote but lose the electoral vote and you will still lose as to be president. And we saw that happen with Bush and Gore back in 2000 where Al Gore had won the popular vote but President Bush had won the electoral college and ended up securing the presidency. So that's why you will hear many disgruntled people saying, well, my state's going to go blue or red, so it doesn't really matter. Like, my vote doesn't really count. And while that is true to an extent, that's not fully true. As we all know, Texas could potentially become a swing state, so your vote really does count. Not only that, but local elections matter. So local elections are decided by sometimes 20, 30 votes or a few hundred. So that's when your vote really counts. And local politics affects you way more than presidential politics. That's why you should still vote. Now going back to the Electoral College, um, how does it really work? So the votes are apportioned to the states and each state is assigned a number equal to its Senate seats, which is always two, plus its seats in the House of Representatives. So this means that you know you have the state of California with 53 seats in the house they get 55 electoral votes because you have 53 of their house seats two from the senate so that is 55 and Texas's 36 house seats means it gets 38 electoral votes cuz they also added those two senate seats and so the US expanded to include the 50 states so each state has this um, apportionment um, the Electoral College has 535 seats, the same as the total um, members of Congress, which is a combination of the Senate and the House. But now it has 538 because in 1961, with the 23rd Amendment to the Constitution, we added three um, seats uh, for the District of Columbia, which had previously been without a voice in choosing their president. Now, what happens if potentially there is a tie within the Electoral College? And there is, you know, the potential for that to happen. The system can produce a 269 to 269 tie. And remember, you need 270 votes, electoral votes, in order to win the election. So let's say potentially there is a tie of 269 and 269. So what happens? So this means that no candidate has a majority and they have failed to produce a majority winner, and the president would be chosen by the House of Representatives. And that vote could be taken when the new Congress begins in January, and it would be a vote of the 50 state delegations with each state having one vote. So that is, you know, that would be the same for Texas and California and Iowa. Each state would only have one vote, and so many people find that this would not be a great situation to be in either. So let's hope it doesn't come to that uh, tomorrow night. So I hope this gives you a little bit of a basic understanding of the Electoral College. It's an incredibly complex situation and process, which would take a long time for us to delve into. So now you know just how each state's um, electoral votes will be, and that's how they get counted towards um, who wins the presidency. I wanted to kind of end this segment with more of a positive note. 
I know that this election cycle for the South Asian community has been incredibly difficult, whether, you know, you've been facing Islamophobia or even if people judge you by the, you know, color of your skin, whether you're Muslim or not. I know our Hindu and Sikh listeners have also been dealing with the effects of Islamophobia, and it hasn't been a really great election cycle for any of us, to be very honest. But, you know, we're coming to the end of it, and I just want to talk about how we can move forward and how we can move past all of this, and just some thoughts to have during election day. You know, of course, like, you want to participate in the democracy and be excited and have your voice heard, but there are so many other things to think about. First and foremost, vote today. Please go vote if you haven't done so yet. Again, go to my website, wisesuptx.com slash voter info. You know, wise up on the candidates. Don't let others tell you the information and you believe it. You should do your own research before you go vote. If you don't care to vote, then please don't complain. You had your chance to have your voice heard. At the end of the day today, we will hopefully have a new president of the United States. Note that half the nation will be utterly disappointed with the results. I know these people are not going anywhere. Therefore, it's important to begin conversations to put our differences aside and understand one another. Also know that people will vote differently than you, and this doesn't always mean they're the worst person in the world. Their priorities are different than yours. You need to learn to not belittle people for being politically different Instead, try understanding where they're coming from. You may realize a lot of things, that you may have similarities, yes, differences, but maybe more similar than not alike. Regardless of your skin color, religion, sexuality, or gender, we are all the same species. We're all human. So stop being so scared of each other. Learn to love those you expect not to. Please also know that your politician and your president will not fix all of your problems, especially your local ones. If you've got issues at home, get up and organize the change yourself. Stop expecting your politician to fix your life. It's just not humanly possible. I feel like with a lot of rhetoric these days, people expect their politician to be some superhuman that's going to fix all of their issues. And unfortunately, that's just not going to happen. It's just not possible. So try and enact the change yourself. Begin with yourself. You should also be open to criticizing and holding your politicians accountable. Even if you love them, they're prone to make mistakes. This is what a democracy is about. Um, It's been formulated for you to participate in it, for you to include your voice in it. Just, uh, you know, participating and voting every four years isn't enough. You need to learn to constantly participate in it and to see what your politicians are doing and making sure that if they are making mistakes that you hold them accountable for it, that you do offer criticisms, and that you do participate in the democracy process. Now, while your candidate may make mistakes, you know, please know that your candidate isn't infallible. They are prone to make mistakes because they're also a human being. If you have issues with this, then I think maybe it's a conversation you have with God about why humans make mistakes because people tend to forget that politicians are also human and that they will make mistakes and that, you know, you have to be understanding of them. Yes, you should hold them accountable, but you should also give them a chance to try and fix it or try and explain themselves. Also, try and think big picture. Now, you may not agree with a certain policy that your politician or president implements, 
but you have to realize they have a variety of opinions to take into account for. And it's important for politicians to take all opinions into account. You wouldn't want one politician to go completely one way or the other. And a lot of times that is what several politicians do. But especially as president, you have to think of the country as a whole. And there are so many opinions. I mean, just look at your Facebook feed and just think of like a million more times than that of all the opinions out there. They have to think of every single one of them. So while you may think that, okay, my policy stance hasn't been accounted for, it hasn't been heard of, or they don't care about it, you also have to look at the big picture, and that's how these politicians think. And if you really feel like there is some sort of policy that really adversely affects you or your community, that's when you need to get together, lobby your community, and get all the efforts to stop it. Again, a democracy is meant for you to participate in, not just to go vote once every four years. And last but not least, we have become an incredibly polarized country. We've all felt it this election cycle. It's not only sad, but I find it to be absolutely horrifying. I don't know how we're going to mend the wounds that have been happening in our country that have occurred. You can hate the opposing side as much as you want, but please remember you have something in common with them, as shocking as that sounds, is that we're all American. And whatever happens tonight, for good or ill, depending which way you look at it, we must move on as a nation. Of course, you can celebrate tonight, you know, if your candidate wins, or you can be absolutely devastated tonight if your candidate loses. Those emotions are okay to have, and it's okay to share those feelings. But after tonight, and after tomorrow, we must learn, you know, to move on, and we must work together, and we must tolerate opinions that don't always coincide with our own. A democracy's purpose is to give everyone a voice, and we must respect it. You know, it's what makes America the greatest nation in history. And so I hope you all will take all of this into account when you go vote tomorrow and in the following days afterwards, because either way that the election goes, it's going to be a very traumatic event, I think, for several people. And we have to know at the end of the day, we're all American, and our country is amazing, and we should still be so proud of all the great things America has accomplished. Yes, there are still so many things left to fix, but that's with anything, any country, any nation. No country is perfect, and we should be appreciative of what we do have and how much we have progressed, but also acknowledge the fact of how much more we have to go, how much further we have to go, how much more we have to fix, and learn to work together. And at the end of the day, everyone, God bless America. I hope you all will vote. Please vote. And let's help continue to enrich this great nation of ours. Don't forget, everyone, let's become educated, let's get wiser, and let's start giving a hoop. Until next time.